15 minutes of dead air. Who cares? I'm trying to find the fucking theme music. <laughs> My favorite part of the podcast every single week is listening to Bucky go, and three, two, one, and then 10 seconds. Of him trying to find the theme music. I'm sorry that my fucking weird media player is dumb. I can't find shit. What are you grasping I lost for my here? Phone. What is happening? Guys, welcome to the Review Review, a show where three small time dudes are giving you our big dumb opinions. Today we're talking Platoon. Yeah. Our re review. Trying to catch up old hot take on past move tournament random movies. Winners. That's right. Because it is Terminator Movies Month. That's right. It is. Uh, we reviewed Platoon a, a while ago at this point. Before. How long ago? I didn't write down the date. Yeah, but, but it, uh, it, it is our Terminator Random Movies 5 winner. Oh. So, and we go through about three seasons a year, maybe? Yeah. We're, we're currently at number 12. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe 2017, 2018? No, it was definitely... Maybe late 2018, early maybe. 2019, maybe. Now I want to look it up. Okay. I'm very curious when we reviewed this. Um, yeah, I I could maybe check. I just had the, our podcast just, open. Just just keep talking. I'll figure it okay. out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, we are going over Platoon because you have not seen it. This Never. One that you decided that you wanted to dabble in tonight. Yep. Uh... So, Platoon, let me give you a brief synopsis on it here, came out December 24th, 1986. A little Christmas flick for you. Right after your, uh, you were born. Yeah. Right after, like, right after I was born. 12 Man. days after I was born. Man. Uh, had a budget of $6 million, domestically <clears throat> raked in $138.5 million. It did all right. Didn't do too bad for itself. It's rated pretty high on a bunch of stuff. Rotten Tomatoes has an 88%. IMDb 8.1 out of 10, Metacritic 92%. We reviewed it on May 8th, 2019. There you go. There's your answer. A year and a half ago. My God, how time flies. Oh, my God. This movie cleaned up at the Oscars, nominated for eight things and won four of them. It won Best Picture, Best Editing, Best Director, and Best Sound Editing as well. Um, it was also the number three movie box office wise in 1986. The only thing that beat it was Crocodile Dundee and Top Gun. That's right. But I'll sure you, you probably asked me this. When I we did. did it, and it probably infuriated me. <laughs> but you were pretty stoked about it, actually because we actually just got done talking about 80s movies. Yeah. And you guessed the number one and number two. Pretty. Fuck yeah. But you didn't get Fuck four you. or five, which I also asked you. I'm pissed. But Karate Kid 2 and Star Trek 4 escaped your grasp. Star Trek 4? Is that Wrath of Khan? Wrath of Khan is two. Oh. oh yeah. I just remember oh. good friend Matthew and his <laughs> love for Wrath of Khan. Uh, so, w- with that out of the way, setting the stage for Platoon, yeah. what would you like to contribute yeah. to... Hot take. Platoon. What happens in Platoon? Well, for one, I'm drunk as shit. Um, for two, I uh, just watched this last night with my son, Shoot. my my four year old. Wow. Uh, I, he, I want his take on this. He insisted on watching it. Um, I'll get into his take as we get into the review. Um, 
So, Platoon, going in, I didn't want to read anything about it. I have heard of Platoon, obviously. Yeah. I actually remember, uh, like, a Nintendo video game about Platoon back I in the day. I could try to capitalize on Yeah. Something. Sure. That's I remember a Platoon... Very odd for Seriously. Um, I remember a Platoon video game way more than I remember the Platoon movie. Um, but I, I did not know anything about it going in, so... I was surprised to see it was about Vietnam. Okay. Free on Netflix, by the way, too. It was. Thank you. I appreciated that. Um, <laughs> well, you the one that picked it, so appreciate yourself. I appreciate me. Uh, I was surprised to see it was about Vietnam. I really had no idea going in. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if it was going to be just a random, you know, whatever war movie or just an overseas army movie. Um, so that was kind of neat. Also, I was not ready for the amount of big actors in this. Oh, yeah, it's a stack oh, cast. Oh, it's Yeah. Uh, Charlie Sheen, Willem Dafoe. Uh, was Johnny Depp in this? Yes. Yeah. Who was he? He was He was a random soldier. Yeah. I think he gets shot at one point, and then he gets taken off in a medevac and never see him again. Okay, all right. Because I, I did not notice yeah. him. Uh, Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox from Scrubs. <laughs> Hell to the yes, absolutely. <laughs> Um, he will always be Dr. Cox to me. Uh, and then of course, uh, Tom Bergeron in this, which, Tom uh, Bergeron. We Tom Berenger, Tom Berenger, Tom, <laughs> Tom Bergeron from American Funniest America's Most on Video from Dancing with the Stars. Holy shit. I'm so drunk. <laughs> Tom Bergeron. I wish, I Tom... wish he was in this. Movie. I'm uh, gonna kill Willem Dafoe <laughs> in the woods. I wish Tom Bergeron was in this. Oh shit. I'm drunk. Uh, Tom Berenger. You know yes. that guy kind of speaks up against you when you're going to try and kill a Vietnamese family? Well, uh, I'm going to show you what happens when you meet him in the woods by yourself. Uh, okay. I'm Tom Bergeron. <laughs> so, <clears throat> let me backtrack. Uh, so we have, uh, we focus mainly on Charlie Sheen, who, uh, just joined the army. That's right. Um, yeah. and as they're being, uh, deployed, they see... The ragtag group of guys that are kind of walking by them, and Charlie Sheen kind of sees, like, oh shit, that's what we're walking into. Um, and yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna so, go so in depth. Hold on, so in depth in the beginning. Hold on, I'm gonna gloss over now. <laughs> I knew you fucker, you're gonna say that. So he um, sees a bunch of body bags, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, him and his, uh, what do they call them? Oh shit. Uh, his group, they get uh, deployed, and I, honestly, for me personally, not to get into like a review right away, but I almost was like tapping out 15 minutes in because it was a slow start. Okay. Um, I thought so at least, and then of course, uh, he's on, he's not on lookout, but he happens to be looking when they're uh, laying low, and he sees the Vietnamese coming in, and it all picks up from there. Hmm. Um. Constant battle, uh, burning down villages. Oh God! Uh, brutal scenes, um, infighting within the uh, the group. I can't think what they're called. Uh, platoon. Platoon. Is it a platoon? <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Is is it? Yes. Bravo platoon. Charlie yeah. platoon. It is. Yeah. It's oh. probably called a platoon. What the fuck ever. Because. What are we talking about again? What's the movie? It's platoon. Let me, let me just <laughs> oh. check what I wrote down here. Platoon, yes. Yo, fuck off, guys. Uh, 
<laughs> God damn it. Fuck me. Um, but yeah, uh, it all kind of breaks down from there. You got infighting within the platoon. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, let's get into the review. I'm drunk. So sure. I got, I got nothing else. So I didn't go back and rewatch this movie. Piece I listened to our previous review on it to see if it would spark my knowledge, and it did. Okay. Um, we both agreed when we watched this that it was a bit dour. There's uh, not a whole lot of people to root for in this movie, and we did not like Charlie Sheen at all in this movie. Really? You and me both agreed that we hated the narration by Charlie Sheen, and that he's not really that great of an actor. Yeah. And a lot of it is just letters to his grandma, Mm -hmm. and and it's all like letters of like... Would you really write that letter to your grandma? You brought up this exact same thing in the review. <laughs> Would like, you literally be like, "War as hell, grandma"? Like, would you really? Would you write that letter to your grandma? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you would write that letter to your grandma. Oh no. Yes. I get that though. It is kind of strange when you consider he's writing it to his grandmother. Yeah. Uh, we both um, also well, not to the effect that like. 15 minutes of it, like, into it, you're finding it a bit of a slog. I don't know what time code that we had, but, like, I think during the movie, we both said, JT, that uh, we were just kind of having having a hard time getting into it for as much as acclaim the movie has. Oh, no, I get it, yeah. 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 I'll tell you what my views are, because I went back and rewatched it. Yeah. And I, I kind of wish I did both where I went back and rewatched it and also listened back to our show. But I can see myself seeing this as it being kind of overhyped for what it was sure. at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, going along those lines, I mean, it took me 15 to 20 minutes to get into it mm-hmm. to where I was like, what is the hype with this? Because I, I, I had checked out the Wikipedia and saw it was nominated and won all these awards. Yep. And I was like, what? Why? Because the first 15, 20 minutes, there's nothing going on. They're walking through the the trees, the forest, the jungle, whatever, of Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not until they have the different lookout posts in that dark, rainy night when they start to get the Vietnamese creeping up on them to when stuff starts to pick up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, once it picks up, I was hooked. Really? I from, was. From then on? I was. Wow. I was. It kept my attention the whole time. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but it took up until then. I mean, I was really close to being like, okay. what's the point? Um, but once that kicked in, I was hooked. Uh, one of the things that got me in the very beginning before all the action really kicks in was when they would always zoom in on those fucking ants on Charlie Sheen's neck. That shit grossed me out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I could not, oh, I can't even stand, like, seeing, like, a spider on me. And then him being like, ah, oh, fuck. There's, like, 20 fire ants on my neck right now. Like, why are you not killing yourself right now? <laughs> they focus a lot on the ants and the snakes. Yeah. There's lots of shots of the snakes. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, environmental... Before they get to into, like, the actual shit of 
like combat, just the environmental, like this is not what I'm used to kind of shit. Yeah, even working through like the tall grass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, knocking that down. I can tell you right now, JT, I think you have a, maybe a different opinion of the movie than you did before. A little bit. Like, so the one thing that ch- changed me on this view, like when we first reviewed it, I thought everything was very over the top. Yes. And then, I don't know, watching it this time around, I thought back to when we asked Ghost Hunter Dave yeah. if he could, because for some reason Ghost Hunter Dave said that this was his dad's favorite movie ever. Yeah. And then we had him send a a, like a voicemail message about why it's his favorite movie ever, and he was actually a soldier in the Vietnam War. Oh, God. Yeah. And said that out of anything he's ever seen involving Vietnam, this was the most accurate depiction of what Vietnam was actually like. So I went into this being like, okay, so from a person that's been in the war, this is the most accurate depiction of it. And it fucking terrified me. <laughs> Did you guys read that the director? I think the director, um, actually was yeah was in Vietnam. Was he? I, I read that online. Now I where I got it from, who knows? But. I remember there Fake was Oliver it was Stone news. Yeah, whether or not it was Oliver Stone or like the guy that did <laughs> Apocalypse Now. Yes, one or the other was it was actually in Vietnam. I couldn't remember if it was Oliver Stone or if it was the other guy, but. But yeah, I remember. I remember. I, I remember actually hearing Oliver Stone like actually put his like the actors through boot camp though. Well, like, quick personal story. So, uh, my dad was in Vietnam. Yeah. And the one time I was ever scared to talk to my dad was when I brought up Vietnam to him. Yeah. And he got super serious, got in my face, and started crying. Oh. And Shit. said, uh, I never want to talk about Vietnam, ever. Fuck. So, this is like, yeah, I believe everything. Like, yeah. I believe everything that was in this movie, probably, my dad probably saw. Yeah, it, it's insane. Like, he was in Vietnam, Oliver Stone. I thought okay. I read that, okay. yeah. Because, yeah, like, I don't know. Like Watching this as just a pedestrian has never been exposed to war or Vietnam in general. It was like, this feels very over the top. And then hearing when we did when we did the episode and then you played that clip and you could almost hear like like he's trying not to be emotional, but you can almost kinda of hear the emotion in Ghost Hunter Dave's dad's voice when he's yeah. talking like this is the most accurate depiction of Vietnam I've ever seen in my entire life. And then watching with that mindset, you're just like what are we fucking doing to people? <laughs> yeah. What did our government do to people? Like, this was a draft war. Yeah. We drafted people to go here. Well, not Charlie Sheen. <laughs> he recruited himself. Well, like, we draft. Yeah. Yeah, but still, like... Yeah. Even, like, the, uh, like, the inclusion of, of Charlie Sheen's character, like... I'm I'm still not a big fan of him as an actor because there's so many scenes where he's like, "Fuck you, man!" He's like fucking like I don't think he's like the best actor still, but like even the idea of of a Charlie Sheen character, where he's 
a rich guy that is, does not have to deal with this at all, but he's like, I'm trying to do this for the greater good. And then realizing that, like, his idea of the greater good is just a footnote in what's going on with this. Like, we're literally sending a guy that's, like, doing this voluntarily is being sent into jack shit. Yeah. Like, like no one's going to give a fuck about you or you're not even going to make a difference. Right. But he's going in thinking he's going to make this big difference. Um, on second thought of it, because I didn't watch it, <laughs> we, we, we first said that, like, it was hard to kind of um, get behind any certain character as, like, your kind of entry point into yeah. the movie. Yeah. Because there's not really anybody really likable in the movie. And no. It, and it doesn't show... Like you a, mean you mean Jesus character Willem Dafoe is not likable? Yeah. Um, Holy fuck! I, this is the first time I realized the first time you're introduced to Willem Dafoe, he is holding a giant machine gun like a cross. <laughs> I, I don't. He remember. is so okay. So I'm I'm gonna say right now I like this movie more this time around watching it, but Oliver Stone is so fucking heavy handed. With his religious mm. symbolism in this, it's like, okay, we get it. Mm. Like, Willem Dafoe himself is screaming, I'm Jesus, from the first <laughs> point you see him. To where he's holding a machine gun, like a crucifix. Uh. To where there's a scene where Charlie Sheen is holding a lot of shit in his backpack. And then Willem Dafoe's taking it out and it's like, don't worry, I'll carry it for you. <laughs> or you're like, I get it! <laughs> Oliver Stone, I fucking get it. He's Jesus. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, we also uh, brought up the point, too, that, like, this movie doesn't, like, uh, have a grandiose version of, like, what war is. It just is shit. Yep. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. That's what I like about, like, even I in... think we initially liked that, too. Yeah. But it even, just... like, in Apocalypse Now, like, the, your initial bring into the war itself is this big napalm fireworks display where where it's fucking um what's his name being like i love napalm small napalm morning whatever yeah in this you're literally just introduced to shit like it's non-stop shit yeah well so that's what so i said my four-year-old son watches with me right the whole way through. His thing now when he watches movies with me is he wants to know who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I says, Daddy, is he a good guy? And I'll be like, yeah, he's a good guy. Okay. And then he'll say, is he a bad guy? I'll say, yeah, he's a bad guy. Okay. And then he's happy. <laughs> he knows it's a good guy. He knows he's a bad guy. And this one, he would say, is he the good guy? And I'd be like, well, buddy, here's the thing. It's war. And there's not really any good guys or bad guys in this. Yeah. And then he'd be so confused that he'd consistently ask me, who's the bad guy? Is he a bad guy? And I had to tell him, well, he was a bad guy, but now he's a good guy. <laughs> so, and it, Yeah, but it's like, as weird as that is, like... That's pretty much what this movie's trying to say. Oh, like, yeah. And the war even, is shit, like you yeah, guys said. Even down to where, when Oliver Stone was casting this movie, like, Tom Berenger was being cast as, like, the pretty boy hero in all the movies that he's been in, and Willem Dafoe was, like, the weird-looking villain in all the movies that he's been in up to this point. You mean Tom Bergeron? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Tom Bergeron, yeah. America's Funniest Home Videos, Tom, Tom Bergeron. But no, that's what I like about it. Like he he actually went beyond casting to be like 
So the guy that you always expect to be the good guy, he's actually going to be kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. It subverts expectations. Yeah. Which is fun. And it's in, it's but even fun. like down it's to a where... It's fun movie. But even when it, when it comes... <laughs> Even when it comes down to like him doing the shitty thing that he does to where like you you kinda hate him, he there's that scene in the bunker in like the pothead bunker. Oh yeah. Where he's like, Man, just the fact that Willem Dafoe was around was creating dissension among our ranks. His existence was leading to us failing. So it was like I was the one that was gutsy enough to make it so now it's back to being one-sided where you're like fuck i hate you but it makes sense and it it sucks it sucks a lot uh what do you think cole that like the most like famous scene in this where willem dafoe gets shot is the cover of the movie is it well yeah it's all if it's not it's so when the he most when he emerges famous. when he emerges from the jungle yeah and then when he throws his arms up in the air that's like the cover of the movie. Okay, um, yeah, I, I mean, it was it was a good scene mm-hmm. uh, with everybody watching down from the helicopter. Um, Talk about yourself, got piss. Yeah, but it was. Um, I Bucky was saying earlier about the whole Jesus comparison. Yeah, like that was spot on yeah. right there. I mean, down on his knees, arms out, totally. Yeah. Um, and uh, Tom Berenger, <laughs> yeah, having left him to die, basically, yeah. and telling Charlie that he's gone. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought that was a great scene. It, I think it is a great scene. One of the more powerful scenes in the movie, and like a, another like turning point in it. Um, I just found it. I guess I found it weird that this character that you can, the one character you can kind of get behind in the movie. Like, his death that I don't think should be shown is, like, the cover of the movie, I guess. As, like, the iconic image of the movie, it shows, like, your, I guess, kind of hero or person you can get behind his demise. Where it's like, maybe you should not, maybe you should pull back a little bit. Shouldn't give that away. Yeah, yeah, not totally spoil it for whatever i get that going in like i knew nothing the first time i watched this movie i just knew willem dafoe's in it because i saw him on the cover and once i saw like kind of what the movie is about and who's in it and who's doing what i'm just like oh like i even before we even got there i'm like well i know he's die. he's gonna die in this right because i i see him dying on the cover of the vhs anytime <laughs> i went to a like shiverinas or whatever shiverinas <laughs> Uh, no, I totally agree with that. Um, it was, it wasn't shocking that he was going to die. Um, I guess I didn't really realize that's like the cover of the movie. Well, I guess so now if everything's streaming, you wouldn't really, and they changed covers up all the time. Seriously, like when I clicked on this movie for Netflix, the cover for on Netflix was Willem Dafoe reaching up to the heavens. Was it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I was like, it's like, it's so uniform that we know Willem Dafoe is going to die. <laughs> that it's the cover of the Netflix cover. Um, so yeah, other than that, like there is a lot of deplorable other people in this platoon. It just oh there's... the village scene, guys. Okay, but it, yeah. we bring up the village scene a lot in our last review because oh, we, we figure it's very it's like, very. Yeah. It's the only scene that sticks with me from it the movie. It is so. It made me uncomfortable. 
It's so hard. But in the same sense, like, the thing about this movie is it tries to approach war in a very human manner. So they do lead you through the events up to that village scene to where it's like, God, it's so goddamn hard to watch. But in the same sense, you're like, I can really see why they are acting the way they're acting. Sure. It's so fucking hard. Like, even nowadays where, like, like, you see people just, like, acting, like, like, it's so hard. It's so easy to be like, that guy's fucking insane. Like, why would he do shit like that? But you don't know where they've been. And they try, this movie tries its best to lead you through the events where, like, the a person that was part of their platoon is, like, strung up. And they're like, oh, fuck this. And now they're entering this village where, like, maybe this guy might have come from that might have done this to this, to, like, a brother of their platoon. And then they even, like, the one part where I feel like Charlie Sheen's narration does lend itself to to the story was when they get there and then he's like, like, Tom Berenger's character was like, like, at at that point he was like a god to us because he was the guy that was like, leading us to do this terrible shit. Like, we wanted to get this pent-up frustration out, and this was the place to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I. <laughs> However, you gotta tell yourself what... It, I mean, that, that's probably the mindset, yeah. right? And, yeah. But, but I like that the but, movie doesn't, like, justify what they're doing. It's just... No. They're just saying why they're doing what they're doing. Like there's some evil shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) There's some people that are just like full bore. Like let's just fucking do it. There's some people that are very hesitant and don't want to do anything. There's some people that are just like, okay, well let's just see who here is, who is VC and then try and move on. And then by the end of it, like they're even told by their superiors, just fucking burn the whole place to the ground. Yeah. So it's, it's all like you see everyone's, mindset of like probably the most righteous like the middle righteous borderline deplorable and then down to where you're getting orders from someone that's not even connected to this situation altogether being like well just fucking just just light it up who cares yeah like that's pretty much what war is all together yeah like a faraway voice telling a bunch of people with different mindsets to do one thing and then they do it and then that's like a perfect scene for that and it's fucking it's a really good scene just to show how fucked up war is. Oh, yeah, it's good's a word, I guess. A powerful scene. <laughs> yeah, powerful. There you go. No, just, it's so... Oh, you're right. You're totally it right. It sucks. War's fucking sucks. You came to this conclusion even coming also to... in the first review. <laughs> hey, guys, war sucks. Like, even, so what we're going through now, where people are... I hear so many fucking things of, like, people glorifying, like, we just need to have a civil war and get this over with. Where it's like, you do not want to have a fucking civil war. (laughs) You don't want to have a war in general. Yeah. Like, you're glorifying this idea of, like, if we just fucking fight each other and kill each other, we'll come down to an idea that could be the best for the people that are still around. War fucking sucks. This shows it. The civil war fucking showed it. Why does you... Why do you, would you ever think war is a good idea for hashing out differences? Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it always, always, 
always sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this movie made a huge cultural splash when it's and it's in like the popular zeitgeist now. But being that you are an enigma, <laughs> I am an enigma. <laughs> were you aware of this the movie? Riddler? at all so I, I think i mentioned earlier i was aware of this movie only through the video game <laughs> which makes me want to quick google i will as we're talking just here. to see if I, know, it's I, affiliated I don't even know if there was all. a platoon video you're just thinking of contra uh that could be <laughs> Ooh, scattershot that could be oh no platoon right here 1987 video game um, developed by Ocean Software, and it's the NES version in 1988. Well, so silly. That is what I remember, guys. And of course, on the front cover of the video game is Willem Dafoe. <laughs> um, My God, that is what, what I remember. What does the video game entail? I Just have no shooting, shooting Willem Dafoe. Um, <laughs> Everyone takes turns shooting Willem Dafoe. The player must avoid getting hit by enemies, landing on explosive mines, as well as dodge any booby traps on the way. Oh, I wonder if it's just a Contra clone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so going into the movie stores as a kid, uh, I, I don't play games now, but I loved video games growing up. And I remember seeing uh, Platoon. But I never That's so fucking bizarre. Yeah, but I never had a desire growing up to watch the movie. I uh, never thought about watching the movie. I've known about it, um, but until uh, Bucky said it last week, I was like, "Ooh, that sounds interesting. Let's okay. do that." I was gonna ask if the movie lived up to your cultural expectations. I guess yeah. of what you would, but if you don't know, then you are you happy you blind. picked this? I am. Okay. okay. I am because uh, I did not. Um, I had heard about it obviously in the past, but I never watched it. And after watching it, I'm glad that I watched it. Okay, glad you got it under your belt. Huh? I do. Yeah. Let me hit you with two quotes from okay. our last review, JT. Okay. This is from you. Okay. You said that I'm done watching war movies for the show. <laughs> <laughs> in utter defeat, near the end of our review. You go on a bit of a rant on, like, pretty much what you did just now. Like, war is awful. If I was ever in war, I would just hope to be shot and killed and get out of there. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm fucking done doing war movies for the show, man. And I followed up with, I'm never going to watch this again. <laughs> and I stayed true, and I didn't watch it again. Oh, I man. listened to this instead. Oh, fuck. I gave this movie a C... Yeah. On our initial viewing, Joel, you gave it a C plus. C plus. Oh man, yeah. I think okay. it's gonna be higher this time. So I still hold true to that. I have no. I get the cultural impact of this movie, and mm. I just have no interest to watch this horrible, fucking, depressing movie again. Like I get it. I get it wholeheartedly. But I don't watching... have enough time in the day to be sad all the time. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> watching this back and then. Uh, Man, I wish we had this the audio clip of uh, Ghost Hunter Dave's dad because it's. I was trying to find it and I couldn't find it. <clears throat> it is so, just the way that he talk, like the way he talks about how it's it's his favorite movie is so chilling. Yeah, and then like it stuck with me watching it this time around where I'm like, God damn it! Like, I'm watching it with the mindset that this all ha- this probably all happened in some way, shape, or form. So like. 
it stuck with me that way. And then going through it all the way through just the way people turn on each other, the way they turn on the people around them, people that are probably, that are probably innocent that have nothing to do with this, but yet they do it because they're just terrified themselves. It's, uh, it's... Oh, I think I might have found it. Oh, here we go. Okay, this is... Okay, what do you think of the movie Platoon? Yeah, it's committed. Oh, what the fuck, fuck Troy? What are you doing? Okay. Went to landscape mode, sorry. Platoon? Yeah, it's committed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking myself. Uh, the first time I saw Platoon, I thought it was a little out there. But then I saw it again, and I realized it is very, very accurate yeah yeah the scenes are very accurate the patrolling is very accurate the relationship between the the guys and the squad is accurate the language is very accurate and it it kind of moved me the second time i saw it yeah and each time that i've seen it since it kind of i enjoy it yeah best vietnam movie in your opinion oh yeah 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 Alrighty. Yep. There we have it. <laughs> See. <laughs> yeah. So like that, that clip like resonated with me where I'm like, this is from someone that was been there and experiences it. It's like, fuck. <laughs> <sighs> like it hit me in a different way watching it back around where like I want to give this probably a B plus. Okay. <laughs> like it's uh, it kind of fucked with me like going like watching it as like someone probably experiences shit where like you can't even down to where people are not being able to trust the people around them where like of course they're in a scenario where like if you just don't agree with someone just fucking kill them in the field who cares mm-hmm. god god fuck war I hate it so much <laughs> I hate it. Um, Cole. Yeah. Uh, I second that. Fuck war. Uh, so, first time viewing. Um, didn't know. I, I kind of knew what to expect going in, but didn't know the specifics, of course. Um, I enjoyed this movie, as weird as that sounds. I uh, didn't enjoy, obviously, like the concept behind it or the idea behind it. Yeah. Um, but I did... It kept me interested the whole time. Um, kept me glued to it the whole time. I would go back and watch it again, not for pleasure, <laughs> um, but like if I was showing it to someone again, or even just to you know if I wanted to check it out down the road again. It's not something I'm gonna check out anytime soon because yeah, I don't feel like being fucking sad all the time. <laughs> um, but man, it's just a good movie. Uh, not every movie is there for entertainment as far as like making you laugh or making you feel good. Some of the movies are there just for, yeah, this shit fucking happened. And here's a fictional portrayal of that, uh, event. Um, so I feel like this is a very good, uh, today in literature class for seventh grade, I covered realistic fiction. Uh, I figure this is a really good realistic fictional portrayal Mm. of a time period. Yeah. Um, so for that reason and for the reason that yeah it kept me interested uh B plus okay there we go B plus okay. my goodness God, what a fucking pick Cole now I'm depressed <laughs> yeah man what a way to take you into your monday God, fuck dude. this yeah, day yeah. 
Man. Uh, Way to give me a case of the Mondays. Right, God. <laughs> Better release this on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, we got something to lift your spirits. For, <laughs> Sorry, everyone. For Thursday, we got Princess Bride. A, a fan favorite of almost everyone. Oh, it's Princess... going to be fucking great. So it's much so great. that I get bugged about it all the fucking time. Yeah. We're finally goddamn doing Princess Bride. For Let's our feel better. Tournament Ren movies ten winner. That's right. And uh, then for our next Monday show, Cole Ball is in your court. Oh, I can feel it. I can Again, feel the ball. We're doing another re-review. We're doing four of them all together. Do you need me to go through and say? I I do. I need you to tell me what we got. Here we go. So it's after after Platoon. Okay. It's UHF. Okay. Tombstone. Falling Down, Jerry Maguire, Misery, Mortal Kombat, and The Happening. Oh, The Happening! Oh, fuck! Oh, no! yeah, I want The Happening! Why are you doing I this? I want The Happening! Why are you doing Sam, this? Sam, stop putting my name through the fucking mud! I want The Happening! Next Monday, I want M. Night Shyamalan! The Happening! You guys love me! go back and rewatch his bullshit. I'm going to fucking hate you. Isn't that with Mark Wahlberg? The entire yeah. second. <laughs> yeah. I saw the happening in theaters, baby. You saw... The- you said you didn't. You said the only one you watched. Yeah, yeah let's Mortal save Kombat. it for next Monday. I want, I want the happening. I want <laughs> right. the happening. I Same. want it. The happening. Sam, stop fucking running my name through the goddamn mud. <laughs> I was bribed. I want the happening. Oh, my God. All right. Well, back to being depressed. <laughs> what a horrible Monday show. This depresses me more than, than Platoon. What a horrible Monday I have to Monday fucking show. watch The Happening again. Oh, I shit. love it. Well, if people want to chat us up about The Happening or Platoon, we're going to do that. Oh, my God. Chat me up about The Happening and the bees. And <laughs> Coach Havens on Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill myself, so don't even fucking message me. <laughs> you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Find all of us at Review Review Pod on Twitter, where you can vote for the turn of random movies that are still up and active. We have The Hunting versus Splash. Splash. Oh my god, I forgot already. <laughs> Two of those, probably better than what the fuck we're going to talk about. <laughs> Sam, literally, go fuck yourself that you inspired this. <laughs> I hope you choke on a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the perfect shape to choke on. <laughs> <laughs> It'll fit its way perfectly in your throat to kill you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's going to be the show. You can find us everywhere. Um, so Thursday, we got Princess Bride coming up and the happening after that. So there's Don't a few, repeat it. few things that we got to, I guess, you'll look forward to, I suppose. Uh, but until then, I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm Coach Havens. You all love me. Uh, fuck this show. <laughs> and we are off. <laughs>